In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. Today, we are connecting with Joey Atlas. Love this guy, man. I got to tell you right off the bat, it's going to be a great show. We're going to go up Success Mountain. I know he's going to be having me doing some workouts, so I'm just getting myself stretched mentally and physically prepared for it because he's developed his own unique method of fitness, and fitness training for regular, everyday people who just want to define, enhance, and maintain their personal health and wellness. He simplified the unconventional fitness programs that are out there, and I think, and he's, he's been able to distribute to every country, and his top programs have been translated into five languages. He is the inventor of Sculptafit Home Gym System, which is the result of over 12 years of development, testing, and improvements, as well as the founder of Sculptafit Studio in St. John's, Florida. Please welcome to the show, Joey Atlas. Thank you very much, Tony. Glad to yeah, be I'm excited for you. You've listened to the previous shows, so you know yes. the one question everybody's got to ask and uh, answer is, what is your definition of success? Yeah, so I've been listening to various episodes, and I love hearing everybody's individual definition. I really, you know, everybody has a different perspective, different life path, and so success can mean different things to different people. And for me, it, depending on which day you ask me, the definition might be different. All right. So here's what I did last week. I said, okay, I'm going to write down my definition that I'm thinking of right now. And that's the one I'm going to use for the podcast. Okay. So I didn't look at it for a week. I went back to it today to look at it. And I said, wow, I wrote that because I was in a certain zone, you know? So I'm going to read that right now. Okay. Success is the continuous process of setting goals in various areas of your life and being mindful of the progress you're making as you work toward those goals, as you achieve those goals, and as you set new goals. I like it. I, I can get behind that. And I like what you said. You know, it, like happiness, it's an elusive state. It comes and goes, right? One right. day, you, like you're right. on fire, you wake up. Then today, for me, being in Colorado, it was a foot of snow. It changes everything, <laughs> right? Because yeah. you're like, it's not as easy as just jumping in my car and going to the office and work. Right. What I have to deal with, and this is the mindfulness I thought I liked just a little bit about what you were writing too, is that I'm responsible for me, but I'm affected by what's going on around me mm-hmm. in everyday situation. So, you know, you run a studio and I want to get into kind of your process and, and the things that you've experienced on your journey. Sure. But how often have you gotten to your studio and the person you're supposed to train doesn't show up? Yeah, good question. Um, it doesn't happen often because... I used to be the trainer back in the day. Like I had 12 clients from sunup to sundown and that was killing me. And that's what pushed me to start creating videos and DVDs and start selling them on the internet back in 2006 so that I could help people around the world without actually having to physically be there. So we'll stay in that realm. We'll stay in that realm for just a second. All right. So you created content, 
you give it to people and it's perfect mm-hmm. alignment. You talked about my journal and before we got started in the show today. So right. we're going to talk about, I think some things up success mountain, they're going to be really helpful for any yeah. entrepreneur listening today. If they're thinking about a product, have created a product and they're trying to get what I love to call like true lifetime value out of their customer, not the start and stop person that comes around. Like you want to try to figure out how to make each customer you have a lifer. How do right. they stick with you right. and keep evolving with you? Because if you can get a, enough of lifers in your back pocket, right, and they can go with you, you're set. Yeah. But if you're always trying to start and stop with people, like they're going to give you their excuse. I got it. I'm doing it for a week, a month, a year. And then they start making those excuses and they stop doing the things that they know that are right. And they start going back to their old behaviors, especially mm-hmm. in fitness right. and personal development. I know those are two really, really big areas. So if you're cool, yeah. as we walk today and talk, I think I want to stick in that, that like line right there, that vein today and really expose it. maybe some things that you personally have experienced, you know, absolutely. Cause I think it's just beneficial. And I think yeah. that when people listen to the show, right. They're listening for your experience. Oh, yeah. Right? They're not listening necessarily for me anymore. They're listening for the people that I'm bringing on who are sharing their amazing story. Right. So, as I mentioned in the uh, intro, got a studio in St. John's, Florida. Are you originally from Florida? No, I was actually born in Brooklyn, New York, raised in the suburbs of New York City, Westchester County, just north of the city, and then moved down to Florida back in 1999 to fulfill a childhood dream to move to the Sunshine State. Been here since 99. Raised kids here. That, that was one of my big goals, to raise kids here in, a, in an environment where they could really thrive and be outdoors most of the year. And uh, it's been good. Two of them are just graduating college, one more to go. And so far, it's worked out well. So you have three kids. Yeah. Let's talk about your childhood versus your children's uh, childhood, just because you made the statement of moving, right? And wanted to mm-hmm. give them the sunshine state and giving them an environment to thrive in. What's right. the biggest kind of variable for you that you've noticed kind of raising kids and being raised? Uh, my dad was a really hardworking blue collar guy. Because of the demands of his time, he wasn't around a lot. He, had to, he was doing a lot of manual labor. And at some point, he was managing a lot of crews. So he wasn't, he hardly made, you know, games, you know, couldn't get to games, whatever sport it was. Once in a blue moon, he'd be able to come to one. And I understood, like, I totally got it. Even as a young kid, I was like, he's got to make the money. Like, he's got to pay for the house and the cars. And he's got he's to put the food on the table. I get it. But it still hurt. Because you want your dad to see you, you know, you want him to watch you perform. So my vision of the future for when I had kids was I want to create a scenario where I can be at my kids' events and be at their games, not, not only because they want me to be there, but because I want to be there. Absolutely. I want to I see them. I want to experience what they're experiencing by visualizing it and seeing it in real time. And so that was part of what led me to structure you know, my life and, and where we live geographically so that I could situate things to be conducive to that future vision. You know, it's so crazy. I had this like aha moment. I, I thought a lot of life for me has been summed up into this, this message my mom gave me 15 years ago. You know, she says, everybody's just running their best race, right? They're just running their lap. Right. And it isn't right. until you get around like, just like a third, almost home, that things really become 
become different for you and things start slowing down for you and you start appreciating more because you know that finish line for all of us then becomes a little closer. We don't know when it is, but we just know like we're trying to run our best race. In the beginning, when you, if you can imagine for a moment, you're on the starting line, you're a baby, you're born, you're kind of moving, you look to the stands and it's your grandparents, it's aunts and uncles, sisters, brothers, you know, whatever you're lucky enough to have, parents and everybody's cheering for you. And as you start going along the race, there's hurdles that get placed. And, and at first, they're big hurdles and they seem like they're just massive things <laughs> to come. And then later in life, they're just steps. You realize, right? But when you looked at the stands, how different the landscape is, like the, the, the grandparents and parents are not there anymore and how we used to look for them for approval. And now they're so proud of us and they get to tell us in different ways and we're not seeking their approval, but yet being grateful that they're still here, right? right? That that to me, my mom gave me the idea and then I started like incorporating all of that into like how I coach and teach right. is everybody starts the same race, right? But how you finish the race is up to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? it's, we all have the tools available to us that, that we have. As I mentioned my dad about the demands on his professional time, uh, I will say this, he was the catalyst and the original inspiration for me going down this health and fitness path. Wow. Because no matter how busy he was, he would make time at home to do his fitness in a place where we could see him do it. He, and he never forced anything on us. He just showed us by example. And as a kid, I could see my dad looks healthy. He looks strong. He looks mm -hmm. fit. He's happy. People ask him to help them. He never complains. And everybody else was doing the opposite. And I thought, I want to be like my dad and his friends. I want to be strong. I want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be capable. And I'm going to do what they do. And they were the inspiration and the catalyst from early childhood to set me down this path. So he has had really strong positive influences on my entire life. And I respected the things he had to contend with uh, in all of that. Raising three kids and knowing kind of the mindset you have today from your father and in store, put some values in front for you and some things to really observe. How do your kids do around the fitness realm? They're awesome. Like I never forced it on them. They always saw me doing it because not only was it my personal passion to, to live a healthy lifestyle, but it was also my career. My dad was in carpentry most of his life. So mm -hmm. the fitness wasn't his career until later on. Mine, it was everything. So the kids, they would come through my studio. They would meet my clients. They would see what I'm doing personally at home. I would work. When they were small, I, I had to work out at home most of the time. But I never forced it on them. However, naturally, just like my dad influenced me, them seeing it and being around it. And kids want to naturally try something that their parents are doing if it looks physically fun. Right? So they would start doing it. So they're all, all three of them are active. My son, Joey Jr., who's going to graduate college in a few months, he's, he's full-blown into it. Like, he, he trains people. It's, it's part of his side career in addition to everything else he's doing professionally. But everybody goes to him for advice that are in his age range because they look at him and like, this guy knows what he's doing in the gym, right? So, and I never forced it on him, just naturally gravitated toward it. Uh, my older daughter she totally gets the values. She's on and off her fitness all year round, never totally gives up, but she has her ebbs and flows as to in what she's doing. She'll do my stuff. She'll do some yoga. She'll do Pilates. She'll run. She'll do sports uh, conditioning training. She likes to mix it up. 
but she's still on that path and she eats very healthy. And my youngest, she'll play sports, soccer. Uh, the biggest thing though is the eating. They all eat extremely well because they understand that what you put in your body becomes your body. Yep. They totally understand the, the, the impact on, on what we put inside of our body in terms of foods and beverages and what it does to our health. Just think about like the, the statement and then kind of going what we've heard growing up, right? You're a product of your environment. So if you're living in the gangs and that's your environment, you're most likely going to be living with gangs for the rest of your life. And it's when you break free of that mindset and say, hey, you know what? Just because I did it doesn't mean I have to keep doing it. Right. And then having a fitness person like yourself see it, go and do it, emanate it. And then all your kids say, hey, you know what? Dad's doing it. I'm going to give it a shot without dad saying, hey, you need to do this. It's more of like, that's why I love Gandhi's quote. I live by it every single day. Be the change you wish to see in this world. It's not up to me to go tell you what to do. It's me to show you what to do. And if it's for you, then you'll decide that maybe you want to try it. Exactly. So you've been doing this for a while. So this is not your first rodeo, or your first podcast. Um, I want to talk a little bit about how you and I got connected because mm -hmm. I think it's a relevant term in this day and age. Mm -hmm. and, it, it, and to me, I'm really proud how you reached out because it's something that I teach. And a lot of people don't do it because I think they're afraid of being rejected, right? right? Or not, not being necessarily rejected, just not even having any conversation around it. Right. So I'm a big proponent in raising your hand and either say, Hey, here's what I'm up to or asking for help or structuring it in such a way so that someone can give you an answer, a yes or a no, or a maybe. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how you got connected with uh, be fulfilled. Yeah. Great question. I uh, love this, by the way, this is, you know, this is part of, following voices when you hear them. I heard you on Dan Cashel's podcast. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I know Dan from Genius Network back when I was in there in 2014. And I really liked where you were coming from. Uh, all, everything considered uh, about your journey and your mindset and your forward-looking thoughts. But I really like this guy. Uh, I, this is somebody I'd like to connect with. Uh, and acknowledge that I appreciated his messaging and his, his path and his journey. And then whatever happens, happens. And actually, I don't know if it was before that or just after that, I heard Brooks Breeze on a podcast. Mm, yep. I think it was Ryan Daniel Moran's. And when Brooks mentioned on the podcast, yeah, I'm, I'm in uh, Northeastern Florida or some, something that I knew was local. I said, oh man, this guy's, this guy's in my neighborhood practically. So I reached out to Brooks, connected with Brooks. I'm like, hey, man, you know, it's a lonely world, uh, this whole internet thing, right? It's always good to connect with people who get it. So he and I met up out at the beaches here, sat down for a coffee, and he was rattling off a bunch of names that I, who I didn't know and have never met. It was Dino Scrivani and Stefan uh -huh. Giorgi and Tony Grebmeyer and a couple other people. And so your name, of course, when I heard you on Dan's or vice versa, it kept clicking. I just got to reach out to this guy, you know? And then you started showing up on, on the Facebook thing, literally not long after. They're uh, listening. <laughs> yeah, they're listening. So I was like, all right, I just, I got to, now's the time. I'm just going to say, hey, you know, heard you on the podcast, loved it. Forget I'll reach out here and connect and uh, go from there. You know, the, uh, the piece that's really, really important is that you mentioned about lonely, right? Like being an entrepreneur can be lonely. It, oh yeah. It's sexy when you look online and then, and, and they're saying, look at me, I'm doing this, this, and this, and this is my lifestyle. And the reality, I have a good buddy that I love to follow. If you're not, I, I would recommend uh, Zachary Babcock. 
okay. and he kind of has the underground network. And what I love about it is he's a big proponent. He just met with John Lee Dumas. Nice. Uh, he went down and visited uh, John Lee Dumas in, I think it's Costa Rica, about, you know, like you see me on my laptop, you see me in the ocean, you see me traveling, but you don't know anything that's really going on in my life. And I've really tried over the last, you know, four or five years with this podcast and just kind of my message and everything that I'm doing is to tell people the way it is versus the way that they believe it is. And if they like it, they're going to stick in that kind of vein again of being, all right, it's a journey. Right. So let's talk about your journey of, you know, deciding to go and invent sculpt fit because I got to say deep down inside, I turn on late night infomercials. I turn on this or I turn on that. And everybody and their mother is pitching something around fitness. So how does a guy like Joey Atlas stay the course to eventually get a product and a service launched in this day and age with all of that going on around? Awesome question. Um, This is beautiful. So most of what people see on the TV is, is mass market like, it's like throwing diets out there that people who need to lose weight, they're just going to buy another diet and six months they're going to buy another one. New Year's are going to buy another one. And the cycle keeps repeating itself. So to insidiously serve the mass markets who want to get in shape and look good, you have all these gadgets and gizmos and whiz bang newfangled products, right? That will do everything for you. Right. And so basically, if, if it could be made cheap enough and you could sell a million or a few million of them, then the people who made it and invented it, they get what they want. And the consumers have another piece of garbage they could give to Goodwill or put in the garage sale or donate to whatever. Right. Because you hardly ever see a neighbor, hey, I bought that thing on TV. Now look at me. Five weeks later, check me out. Right. Right. Doesn't happen. Right. So, I don't even consider that my industry. I, I have a master's degree in exercise physiology and a bachelor's in exercise science. So my whole perspective on this stuff is very, very different. In my journey, in, even with my ups and downs, like actually the challenges of my journey, when I was really at my darkest, most painful points in life and suffering from food issues and codependencies, that's when I saw the potential in what really can be created out there for regular people. So all along, up until I was about 30, I was hardcore. Like I was, I was in the gym. Like I was a gym guy. 90 minutes, the full routines, the weights, the stacks, the machines, the cables, the drop sets, the force reps. You know, I was all in, even with all the aches and pains. And so around 30-ish, when the, kids, the two older kids were young, And I had the personal training studio when I moved to Florida and I'm working crazy hours because I had more clients than I can ever handle. I'm like, man, something's got to change here. Like this just isn't all fitting in. Like something's, something's got to change and I'm not giving up my health and wellness. So I started basically just leaving behind all this hardcore training. And I started going out to playgrounds, local playgrounds and started body weight training. And I was taking stuff that I learned from my dad in early childhood that I would remember him doing and still see him doing sometimes. And then I was starting to develop my own methodologies based on what I knew and learned about the body and exercise phys and exercise science and training it against gravity and then using some bands and straps. And things were going great. Like I was shortening my workouts time 
literally to about half an hour, all of my aches and pains that I had in my shoulders, my low back, my knees, they were all going away. But here's the kicker. I realized my results were actually even better than when I was doing all the hardcore stuff. And so I'm like, man, maybe I'm onto something here. Right? Now, I, I had a bunch of clients training at the time. And some of them were like, hey, can we train on the playgrounds with you? Because that seems really cool. And it looks like you're doing just fine. So I started training some of them on the playgrounds with me. And they were like, man, this is awesome. Like, if we could do this every day, you got me for life. Like, this is so good. And they were right. When the weather was good, it was awesome to be outside training on the playgrounds. But we ran into an issue with weather. We had storms. We had, uh, it would be really, really hot here in Florida. And then we actually get a little winter here in northeastern Florida. So we realized we have to bring this indoors somehow. And some of my clients were like, you know, if you could make some kind of machine that allowed us to do everything we're doing on these playgrounds and do it indoors, you'd really have something. And I already was thinking about that. I had started creating these sketches, these drawings of what this thing should look like if it existed. So long story short, I finally had a bunch of drawings where I felt I could go to some engineers and say, look guys, this is what I drew up and here's where the inspiration for these drawings came from. This is what this thing would need to do and hold up to. So they made me a computer generated model of the one that seemed to be the best sketch for what I was aiming for. This was about 13 years ago now. We took the computer generated model, sent it to a fabrication company, and they built this first one, the first sculpt to fit home gym system. They shipped it down. I put it together in literally 20 minutes, started using it, and I was like, this is even better than what I had envisioned. And so immediately I had clients who were paying attention to what I was doing. They wanted to come over and train on it. So they were coming over to the house to train on this unit instead of the studio. And they were like, this is too good. Like you really have to do something with this because so many people can benefit from this thing. I knew they were right. I was just, at that time, I was in no position to go any further. I literally put all of that on a credit card because I had just been coming through my, my second divorce. I was totally upside down. There was all kinds of crazy stuff going on and I was in no position to commercialize it, but I knew in the future I would. And so that's where the concept of the sculpt to fit home gym system came from. It was basically moving away from all the traditional hardcore stuff and creating an easier, gentler, more efficient way of training the body to get the ultimate end result we're looking for anyway. Well, Joey, what I, I want to do is I just want to stop for a moment. We're going to take a quick break. Mm -hmm. um, anybody listening want to learn more about what's going on, write down thejoeyatlas.com and make sure you check it out. See what he's up to. He's an encyclopedia full of information. So we're going we're gonna to turn some more pages together. We're going to find some more out about Joey when we turn. But listen, where we're at in his story, three kids going through a second divorce, idea, did something, put it down on a credit card, good or bad, doesn't really matter to me. I just think if, you, if, if your passion and heart's in it, then you're going to find a way. Otherwise, you find an excuse. He started seeing it. People were coming over and trying it. The whole idea of like studio, home gym, wow, something, something's crazy is happening. And Joey's got me as we're like really near the top of what I call success mountain today. I'm out of breath. Maybe it's because I'm back in Colorado or maybe it's because I'm trying to keep up with where Joey's going. He's painting a really great vision for all of us. 
is, hey, you got to have that passion, right? And then you got to go out and do it yourself for a while before you just go and create it because you got to know that there's a need for it and there's a market for it. And then he incubated those concepts and ideas with people and people were asking him questions. Then he's like, you got to build this because if I build it, you know, they will come and then people started coming. And so the story right now where you're at is where your brain needs to be thinking when you're coming up with a new idea or a project. Don't just go and build it and go buy it and go stick it in a warehouse somewhere because what will happen is it'll sit. You got to have the whole kind of story behind it. Stories sell. So Joey's going to tell more stories when we return right now on the Be Fulfilled podcast show. With the nature of today's conversation and guest, I find it only fitting to share with you some very interesting facts about fitness. Did you know exercising improves brain performance? Enhancing brain power and brain activity. And in that regard, it sharpens your memory. That's a good thing to remember. Not to mention it burns calories and does all the other wonderful things, like getting sick less often, preventing signs of aging, and exercise boosts self-confidence. Think about it. Easing your mind and rejuvenating your body. If that doesn't make you feel great and boost your confidence, I don't know what will. Other than diving back into this conversation, because it's a good one. Here's Joey and Tony. All right, we are back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show. You know, I, I love coming out of the, the break kind of with the momentum of, all right, we got to the top. Today's guest, Joey Atlas. We're talking to Joey. We're talking about everything that he's got going on. And here's where the roles reverse a little bit. Now I'm going to become his student and we're going to bust through some kind of things that maybe I'm thinking that he's going to answer, but he's going to lead us to the floor. He's going to lead us down the mountain of success today and getting us to the end. And, you know, like I said, before the break, you can go to thejoeyatlas.com to learn more. But, you know, Joey, we're back. And, and as we hit the break, we were talking about the invention, the idea, the concept, people trying it, liking it. And it took some time, but now, you know, here you go, sculpt fit is born. Tell me what life has been like for you since kind of creating this. And and one question I wrote down that I really want to know the answer is, you know, it's been some time since you created it. Where do you see it in 10 years from now? Yeah, awesome question. Thank you. So creating it you know, 13 years ago, it was what I needed personally as a man, a father, a professional, a person trying to live the path forever, not just for vacation or the new year, like fitness and health was going to be part of my whole lifetime. And so this machine became the vehicle that would allow me to stay on that journey in a very simplified way without obstacles or excuses or what have you. So I remember my dad coming to visit and he hadn't seen the machine yet. And so remember, my, my father's a lifer in this stuff and he's a, he's a master carpenter craftsman. And the first day he saw it, he looked at me like in amazement like proud amazement, you know, like I had come up with this thing that never existed before. And it was like an embodiment of the path he set me on, the things he taught me, because I would watch him do his craftsmanship, his carpentry. He had a home workshop to do his own projects. And so he's looking at me and just looking at the machine. And, and then we worked out together and he was just like, this is too good to be true. Like you really, really have something here. This is, I'm proud of you, you know? So again, I was going through really hard times back then, and I knew the vision of the future was going to be 
I am going to free myself up from training people one-on-one -on -one all day by creating a studio concept that has these machines in it, and I have a team of coaches training and coaching small group classes and doing personal training. And on top of that, we will also allow this machine to be purchased by end users at home, no matter where they live in the world, and they'll be able to follow our custom personal training videos in the video portal that they, them and their whole family can follow when they're ready to do their own training sessions. That's awesome. Right? So fast forward, get through dark, painful times, tight times, um, much financial distress. I have a vision. I know what I'm working on. I have a few info products that take off in 2012 and 13. And it was on purpose. Like I was working my rear end off to, to make that happen because that would then be the catalyst to take these machines and the concept to the next level and bring them out to the market. So I had those several years of info product success, put me in a position to pay down all my debts, invest in where I need to invest, put money into the machines and the studio concept, refine everything, and then get it going. So in, uh, about four years ago, opened the studio after making version 2.0 of the machine, fine tuning it, and then as my followers who I accumulated over the years from doing all my online stuff were watching the journey unfold of the studio and the machine coming into its next version, they started asking, when will we be able to buy one for at home or for the office or for the vacation home? And I said, wow, I, I need to start selling this very soon instead of waiting. So I did a mini Kickstarter launch in about one year into opening the studio because I already knew I had people that wanted to buy it. They didn't, even want to, they didn't even care about what the price was. They just knew where this thing came from and what it was doing for me and the people already using it. They didn't need to see anything else. So long story short, I made 32 of these units. I placed an order for 32 of them about a year and a half ago. And I kept one of them because it was the latest version of the unit and we needed that one to film the personal training videos on in the studio where people would follow at home. The other 31 sold out to all the initial buyers. So there are 31 of these home gym systems around the world now, Australia, the UK, Canada, and a bunch in the US, of course. So that was the first run, first launch, first release. Now I'm gearing up for a second pre-order, pre-production, and then get that batch out there and then continue to turn this into an evergreen marketing system. So I got to ask, just because I'm curious. Sure. What's a unit cost? $3,000. It's everything that a whole family would need for all kinds of fitness levels. And it, it's, a, it's a lifetime thing. All right. So what I like is, okay, we got the, everybody's listening. They're like, well, you got 32 of these and that's three grand. So you're like, okay, I got a hundred into this thing. But you got a lot more than that. And now you're trying to do the mass production. Do you think you're going the same route? Would you go back to the Kickstarter? Would you do the fun type stuff where you're kind of, I see so many products. I mean, my new backpack um, is Nomadic, you know, one of the largest Kickstarter campaigns ever. I mean, I got hooked because of their story. Right. right? So when's the pre-order page going live so people can get pre-orders up? I want to hear that part of the entrepreneurial story. The next step you mean? Yeah. So pre-orders is basically come to my site, fill out the contact form, get in touch with me, say, I heard you on so-and-so's podcast. I'm interested. Like, can I, first of all, can I learn more? And then how can I get on the pre-order list? 
Uh, that's the easiest thing. And if uh, people can go look at the machine right now, I have a, a website for it where people are going by finding certain YouTube uh, workouts that I do on the machine. Yep. So there's a website for that as well. If you want to share it. Yeah. So can, is there any way to get to it from the joeyatlas.com? Uh, there might be from, from one of the blog posts, but if they want it. Yes. We're going to make sure that it's available <laughs> because we're going to drive traffic, right? I'm a marketer at the end of the day, like give people what they need. Don't make them go look for it because they right. want it. Right. right. Understood. Um, no, I love it. And I'm not here to coach you. I'm just here like as, as a friend, like put it on your website because it makes everything so much easier. Actually, you know what? There's a direct link there. Now that I think about it, if you go to the blog on the right side, there's a big picture of the machine and it takes you right to the, the full site with all the videos, the assembly videos, the workout videos, the previews, the whole shebang. I like it. All right. Hey, Joey, I just want to say thanks for playing along. Sometimes, you know, um, people like they're so set in their ways. They're almost, they're almost a fossil and they're almost better off just laying there and dying than like really saying to themselves, I got this. And that's why when I talked to you even on the phone an hour earlier today about doing this interview, you're like, whatever, man, like I'm down. Yeah. Like I love you. You are such the coachable person. You are such the type of person that I'm going to become friends with because your energy you. is like, all right, I'm vulnerable. Like I've had some trials and tribulations. I haven't had a yeah, straight man. line. It's, it's been a, overarching kind of up and down journey, but I'm, I'm here to tell you that we're going to keep pushing together a couple Love questions. That. And then I'm going to take you into the fulfillment round today and chat with okay. you a little bit more and give the audience yeah. a chance to know you. Beautiful. Something, something came to my mind. So, you know, being a father mm -hmm. myself, there, there's some joy, there's some like excitement. And when you talked about Joey junior, right. Yeah. Being in fitness and having people, walk up to him and just know that he's the expert knows that he, they just know that this guy knows what the heck he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And then looking at your dad and seeing the things that your dad instilled in you, man, you got to feel so awesome to just know that it rubbed off on all three kids, but really Joey got it and, and really understands because fitness is what's going to propel us as we move forward with, you know, in the U S there's so much synthetic garbage in our food. Oh. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've been spending a lot of time in Europe and I, I got to tell you when I'm there, I feel better. Everything in my body works better. Mm -hmm. My joints don't ache. Like I just feel like healthier alive when I come home to the States and you just eat, I don't care what food it is, anything out and about now you, you just are swollen about 45 minutes later. You're like, Oh, so much sodium. Yeah. So first two parter, mm -hmm. what's it like to go full circle? Dad teaches you. You learn from your dad, you show your son, he's out there teaching. What does that feel like for you? Oh man, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's like, it's like witnessing a dream come true because turn back the clock a bunch of years for me anyway, like I would envision, what do I want my future to look like? Right. Did it all work out that way? No, but certain pieces are falling into place and I still got at least 40 years to go here. I wanted my dad to see that he influenced me in such a powerful way. But not only that, I want him to see how his impact on me is going to positively influence the grandkids. Now, when I see my son and my father together, just talking it up and sometimes working out and, and you know, trading biceps and stuff like that, you know, um, it's beauty. It's just like, it's, I could just sit there and watch them converse and goof off and talk about this stuff. And it's beautiful. It's, like, it's a dream come true, you know? Have you seen that picture of circulating on the internet? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger back in his day when he was young. And now there's a picture of his kid 
doing the same pose. Have you seen that? Not yet. That sounds that's, like a good that's one. the vision that I have of you and your kid. Love it. Is really, um, and they look almost identical too. It's so, it's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the second parter was, what do you have to do today to really stick to a clean lifestyle and a diet when you know that the food that you're buying going out, even if you say, Hey, Joe, you're coming to town. What do you want to eat? I'm like, mm. let's go grab some pasta or mm. let's go get a salad or, you know, it doesn't really matter where we eat. Cause I can always find something on the menu and I still right. leave 45 minutes later, swollen, just yeah. feeling bad. Like I, I've been a vegetarian now for about four months again. That's mm -hmm. kind of where I find my lifestyle diet works best. Right. Um, just cause I have a lot of allergies to food but I don't have to worry so much when I'm in Europe, like eating like that. Understood. It's just so different. And so what are some things that you, you, you've kind of noticed that have been able to help you? Cause you said you've had a little bit of that trajectory up and down a bit, you know, nutrition, you were talking about food. How have you been able to stay the course? Yeah. Awesome question, man. This is like, this is the stuff that helps people. No, regardless of my degrees and background and experience, I'm a human being. I've got, I've had issues. Right. And people with issues turn to food, booze, you name it for pleasure. And food was really big on my pleasure list because there are parts, times and parts of my life where I had no pleasure. I had misery. Food became my pleasure. The problem was it was destroying me. And there was a point where alcohol was going to was coming into the mix too much and it scared me and that made me wake up and I realized I have to do something here. I really, really have to do something here. And if I'm this professional, if I'm going to help people, if I'm going to be the guy, the man who guides them to where they need to go, I need to fix this in myself first, yep. foremost, period. So I did it. It wasn't easy, but I went through a process and I did it. And part of this is realizing that the society we exist in is stacked against us. It's, it's how the American culture has evolved. It's a reality we have to face if we're really going to get clean from the inside out. Because basically, we have to block out, I don't know, 80, 85, 90% of all the excess abundance that exists around us. You walk into any supermarket, we don't need most of what's there. You walk into any, any mall, we don't need... 80% of the food stores and, and dessert stores and junk that's in there. So it's a, mind, it's a mindset shift to realize that most of what surrounds us on a 24-7 basis, we don't need. It's only there because the, the companies that make all this stuff know how heavily we rely on foods, beverages, and alcohol for pleasure, not for nourishment, not for nourishing the body and the soul, and not for our health, but for pleasure and for, being, for curing boredom. We have to get over that first. We have to realize that. Once we realize that, we truly internalize it, then we could start building daily habits and practices that have us focused on making the right choices for all the right reasons and for not deviating too often. Don't get me wrong. I love my chocolate. I love, <laughs> I love good gelato. I love good cake, but it's got to be high quality and it's got to be earned. I can't have a, a whole pint every night after half a loaf of bread and butter with all this other garbage. So it becomes really a, 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 a practice of mindfulness and putting food in the proper perspective in a sense that it's on this earth to nourish us and to benefit our lives, not to destroy us. When we operate from that perspective, it transcends going 
on some kind of diet or some keto or paleo or this or that. It transcends all that because all the foods we need, they've been put on this earth by our creator to serve this body and sustain life in the first place. Everything we need is out here. We don't have, it doesn't have to be packaged and processed and all that. It exists for us by design, by grand design. We just have to make the right choices. That's where the discipline and the knowledge comes in. No, I love that. I, I, the first part was great because I, I said to myself, my program teaches me something. I, I can't transmit something I haven't got, mm-hmm. right? So it's hard for me to be a teacher if I haven't been a student first. And then exactly. on the internet today, there's so many gurus <laughs> that have never really done it. They just actually thought they bought a course and became one. So I right. love talking to you because I can hear the masters. I can hear all of the degrees. But the one most important degree that you and I both have is called the life degree. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something that you can't actually graduate from. It's something that you have to study on a daily basis and right. just know that, you know, it's so helpful for yourself first and foremost, and then the people you come in contact with. Absolutely. So what I want to do is I want to take uh, our conversation and we'll move it into the fulfillment round. Beautiful. Hey, do you know what the fulfillment round is? I do. I've heard a bunch of them on previous episodes. All right. So the fulfillment round for anybody listening right now who doesn't know, it's a bunch of random questions. We're going to ask Joey. Joey's going to do his best to answer them. He knows he can't say no because there is no right or wrong. It's just how Joey feels. It's not the week ago Joey question that he writes down and thinks about it. It's the Joey answers on the spot right now. So if you're ready, say, I am ready. I am ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannicus. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? You got to get up and you got to get to another room in your house or meeting a friend at you know a park to work out or you're going to go do something physical. Mm-hmm. What would be like your wake up go-to song to get you moving in the morning? Like what type of music? Crazy Train, Ozzy Osbourne, or what would you need? Yeah, good question. So first, it's a, it's a, little, it's a little gratitude uh, verbalization, right, with, with the higher ups. Okay. Thankful, thankful that I opened my eyes. Thankful the spark of life is still in me. And thankful I get the opportunity to live this day, put my feet on the ground. Um, from there... It's probably going to be like a good, uh, a good dance uh, remix of some, some good song. I love dance remixes, good energy, good beat, usually good singing in the background to support it. So any kind of strong, good, good beat dance mix. All right. You and I are working out. We're tired. I mean, that was so good. That was a great workout. I'm hungry. You're hungry. And I lean into you and I'm like, Joey, I ain't feeling all the string beans today. I kind of <laughs> want a cheat meal. What would be like your favorite cheat meal? It's going to be fresh pizza, like brick oven pizza. That's it. It doesn't get any better than that for a quote unquote cheat meal. All right. How different is the pizza from New York to Florida? Honestly, maybe back in 30 years ago, it was a little bit different, but there are some awesome places down here now. It ain't the water. It isn't this. It isn't that. It's, there's some really good, actually, there's a, there's a local uh, family down here. They, they started importing these ovens from Florence, these brick ovens from Florence, Italy. Yep. You eat one of these brick oven pizzas, you think you're in New York or you think you're in Italy. So there's no like difference that. anymore. Yeah. All right. So uh, I have to ask this because I got slapped 
<laughs> literally on the hand by this lady in Italy. Um, I walked in right outside of Rome. I went into a little place near uh, the Spanish steps and I was getting some food with my wife. And I said, oh, can I have that piece? And I said something to her and she's like, that does not belong on pizza. So <laughs> does pineapple belong on pizza? In Italy, no. In America, yeah. I mean, you know, people are putting all kinds of stuff on it here. But in Italy, no. It's a sin. She slapped my hands. She says, no, those are potatoes. I'm like, fine, I'll try the potato pizza. <laughs> eh, I like my potatoes, but that thing wasn't very good. I just want to say thanks for, you know, A, reaching out, two, playing full out, three, having some fun, laughing, sharing your story. I hope Thank anybody you. who has listened today and gone on this track realized, you know, when Joey set out to kind of create something different in a, in a world where, Different isn't always good because people then feel like, doesn't feel like everything else that they're used to and makes mm -hmm. them stretch and grow. But now looking back, I'm so grateful that Joey, that you, you heard me on Dan Cushell, you were talking to Brooks Briz. He mentioned Dino. Dino's a really good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. um, some of the other names. And then that you decided to take the invitation, right? Mm -hmm. To reach out and stretch and to try. And I hope at the end of this journey, you'll realize, wow, you, you got a friend now that you're walking with, not just because you came on a podcast. My podcast serves two purposes. Number one, um, spread the message about what we do at Ship Offers, uh, the whole be fulfilled and help people. But number two is I want to leave you better than I found you. So the last question that I have for you today, knowing that you came on today, the show, and you know, you've got your agenda. I always have my agenda. That's called life. Mm -hmm. Is there a question or something that you wanted to discuss that we hadn't got to yet that now would be a great time to finish the show with? For you to ask me? Yeah. Is there something that you're thinking of? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, selling, selling info products and even the home gym system, while very helpful, there's, sometimes there's something else missing in a person. And it, some people call it accountability. Some people call it the internal motivation. Some people call it the continuous inspiration. There are some people who just need a guide, somebody there all the time to keep them on the path until they become self-sufficient enough to maintain that momentum on their own. So in the last two years, that's something I started doing more and more of. I don't have to be present physically with somebody to count reps for them, but I'm more of a, a mental trainer and coach an accountability partner, keeping them on the path, guiding them on exactly what to do, making sure they're eating decently. When obstacles come along, and they will come along for all of us in life, how do we navigate an obstacle so that it does not throw us off course and have us start back at square one again? We need coaches to help us get through these points. And so that's, that's part of what I've been doing the last couple of years, people realizing, hey, man, this guy, he was in a dark place. He was almost down and out, but he figured out how to come out of it and actually thrive in a much easier and better way. I want that guy to help guide me. And so by, nat by nature, I started doing some of that and coaching people remotely and long distance. Now with the beauty of Zoom, like we're on right now, you could video Skype anybody, you know, video Zoom, video Skype, and they could follow my videos wherever they are. And we have that daily contact for keeping them on the path. And so I, lo I love that. So thejoeyatlas.com. People can learn more about that. Learn more about that. There's the blog that has a link to the home gym system. There's the contact page, which will come to my assistant or myself or both. Uh, and I'm on social media too. You can find me there. I'm not, I'm not on there every day, but easy to connect with there and reach out and say, Hey. 
Well, man, Joey, thanks for uh, showing up today, having some fun. Pleasure. Um, what we're going to do is I'm going to end the show with this. That's Joey Atlas. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. And you know, as you listen to Joey and you listen to myself, just two people trying to get better one day at a time. So if we can help you in your journey, you know where to reach out. No matter what you do, no matter where you choose to go, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.